remember what the name of my podcast is? Passing through a vegan. Passing through a vegan door podcast. Passing through a vegan door podcast. Stop all animal agriculture. The best thing to do is just getting someone to cut down a little bit. What the fuck are we doing to this planet? <laughs> Does anyone have any final thoughts that me? Are you doing like you will die? I think that's inspiring for people to be part of them. <laughs> just here. Yeah. Yeah, you ruined it. That's like a That's like a That's like an ASMR thing that, isn't it? Yeah, just Where you talk where you talk really like can we do it can we do it as an ASMR version? Yeah, yeah, yeah. ASMR version. Can we get ASMR? Yeah. Okay, right. Come Move closer, so you're close to this. He's still got his food, though. Yeah, I'm... I no, it's, it's fine, it's fine, don't worry. Right, say stuff. Hello. What's up? I have a crush on you. <laughs> okay. How long have you had this feeling? <laughs> okay. So, I've got a microphone on a stick, so we're going to see how long it goes on for. You can only talk... If you have the microphone. If you've already broken the rule... <laughs> <laughs> this way, because I know you guys were really afraid of coming on. You, you petrified, you know, of coming on and talking to me. So this makes it fair, and you know, no one's gonna fall out with each other. No one is gonna get upset. So what we're gonna do? Um, we're gonna start with an icebreaker. Oh yeah. Okay, you just spoke. Okay, so no, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. I'm only joking. I know, I know. But we've already started. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'll go around the room. You say your name. Um, I don't know. Your favorite color and your favorite film. Okay, I'll I'll go first. Yeah. So you get a minute to talk. My name's Harry, and I'm an alcoholic. (laughs) No, that was a joke. My name's Harry. Um, my favorite color is purple. My favourite film is Back to the Future. Wow. Yeah. Good choice. Didn't know that about you. Yeah. My name is Brad. (laughs) My favourite colour is blue. And I don't really have a favourite film, but in terms of, like, one of my favourite films is The Martian. That is a good film. I quite like that film. That's a good film. Oh, my name is... My name is Vichy. (laughs) Uh, and you know, purple is not actually a color. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the end of the Thanks for joining. And, and my favorite film is How to Tell You Dragon. <laughs> it's oh, actually. Nice. Yes. Good that's good, that. Yeah, right. Okay, so we'll do another icebreaker <laughs> just to make sure the ice is really broken. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like climate it is change, with climate change. <laughs> I was literally going to say that. <laughs> okay, I think I've asked you this before, I'll ask you, uh, but I'll ask you both again. Because um, it's a good one. It's would you rather have a million quid pound for Vega? You know what a euros. quid is now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or a million euros. But I mean, you'd prefer. Which it is what? It's, it's money. No. A million, money. a million pound is worth more than a million euros. So you'd want. Well, no. Cause it's just but it's not the point of the question. No, a million. Yeah, one pound right. is yeah, worth. Pounds are worth more than a euro, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so would you rather have a million pound or a million euros? Or you get one wish, but you can't wish for money or more wishes. Yeah, okay. I think I said before that I would just have the wish. Yeah, oh yeah, because you said you'd wish for I'd wish for, like, a really well-paid job (laughs) (laughs) that I enjoyed. 
Okay. And like a mixture of both. So you'll get that money over time. Yeah. But like for me, a million is more than you ever need anyway. Yeah. So like you can get a well-paid job and earn less than a million and still be very, you know, comfortable with the amount of money you have. Yeah. It's going to be hard to top that. But I think <laughs> I think I'll go for one wish as well, but I'm not sure what I'll wish for. I think I'll just keep it until like you want to keep it stars, stars it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, until I, dies, I, I'm, wish yeah. is not to die. That's actually a good one as well. But you're full of ideas. Maybe not to die in that moment. Maybe not to die for another I don't know. Like I don't know, maybe a moment will come along where I'm like, mm. okay, now I re- could really use a wish, you know. So, yeah, yeah. I think I'll like keep the song. it. I, I just don't I wish know. the airplanes were shooting stars. Yeah. <laughs> I really need a wish right now. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> so serious man. <laughs> no, um, yeah, it's a serious, serious yeah. thing. Because it shows what, what you care about. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Money or nothing. I'd go I'd go for the million quid straight away. Yeah, fair enough. Materialistic man. Yeah, definitely. Cool. I could do so much. I could... You, I could live so off a million quid. What's the first thing you would do with the million quid? Uh, I'd buy I'd buy four properties. Of course, the fucking lawyer over here. Yeah, I'd buy four properties. Uh, I'd get a mortgage on each. Uh, so I'd get a rental of about two, three grand a month that I could start living off. And then the rest I'd put into things that I care about. I'd give a lot of it away because then I could just live off the rest. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, um... This is a question just to start with, just to see what you think. Um, what do you think veganism is? Veganism is. Yeah. What? What? When you think of it, what do you think it is? Or, or what do? You, what is it? What is it? Um, my understanding of veganism is it is where you don't consume anything that's been produced by an animal, or like an animal that has been killed, um, but anything that's been produced by an animal for our consumption. That is veganism. Okay, okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, (laughs) I mean, it breads now every time. (laughs) Brad's just answering these questions before me every time, so it's like hard to top that. (laughs) Now, to add to that, I think it's um, the reason why you become a vegan is because you just care a lot about the world. in like uh, multiple levels, so like um, the well-being of the animals, but also like the well-being of the environment, and um, well, the future of I don't know humans in general and um, populations of animals or whatever. Okay. Okay. Just general well-being of the whole world. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what, does anyone know the definition of veganism? No, not like directly. No. Because like there is a definition. Yeah, what is it? All all it is is to <laughs> is to avoid. I mean, yeah, you got it. But it's. It, I think the important bit is to avoid the use of animal products mm. and and their byproducts as best you can, because people miss that off and think, you know, if if someone slips up and and does something, mm. then they're no longer vegan. Mm. But we live in a world where animal consumption is the norm. Mm. So to to completely avoid everything is impossible mm-hmm. because that means you can't get in a car that has leather seats yeah. and it, you can't you can't take mm. antibiotics because they might have been tested on animals and things like that yeah. so it's just it's just where possible yeah. so for example i just 
make sure that I don't put any of my money into anything exactly. where an animal has been harmed. Yeah. So a lot of clothes with wool. Yeah, so like like clothes and um and food is obviously a big one and and things like that and shampoos and yeah. stuff like that because then I know that my that, that's that, that's the thing that's going to change things so that's but it's just what you're comfortable with as well. Yeah. Um so what so what would you describe um the goal is exactly like of being a vegan? Um, like why you're doing it? The thing that makes me keep being vegan is is to live in a world where I can get up, have my breakfast, go do whatever I want to do, come home and in that time an animal that hasn't been harmed for me to benefit from those things. So I want to go out for a meal, I want to buy some clothes, I want to just enjoy my day and I haven't harmed an animal during that day and veganism is a movement and more people are starting it so you know, the more and more people do it the bigger the movement becomes and the the quicker you know we start we stop depending on animals to to benefit us mm. so yeah that's the goal um but the goal of this podcast because i know you're both worried that i'm gonna just rip into <laughs> you and you're gonna look like an idiot not worried but no the point the point of this podcast is is it's not so much for me to push my views on other people because I'm not an expert. I've only been vegan for less than two years. This is for me to learn about why... I think it's more important for to, to look into why people aren't vegan because to, to find out why people don't make that decision is is where, you know, change comes from. And that's, you know, that's what I think about. And... Um, and also, you are the majority. Only like one percent of the whole world is vegan. There's about eighty million people worldwide that's vegan. It's, but it's still growing. Worldwide. Yeah. That's crazy. I thought it was yeah. Yeah. Only about one one percent of vegan. It's like the, all of the Netherlands. <laughs> so like eighty million is about like the the whole. Is that the population of yeah. the Netherlands? Yeah, maybe it's that's seventeen. Crazy. But like that was a couple of years ago, so it might be like. Uh, nearer to 80 million right now mm. but still yeah. so just this whole country which is a small country yeah yeah I mean there's obviously more vegetarians vegetarians is an older movement and people can kind of understand vegetarianism more than veganism yeah, but definitely more accepted isn't it yeah yeah but I mean it didn't used to be like if you if you watch Friends you know and Phoebe is vegetarian people take the mick out of her all the time mm. um, but yeah but also yeah, I do want everyone to be vegan but if I had a choice because that right. that is the best thing that everyone can do is just not kill and eat animals. But it's not... I don't want to force that onto people mm -hmm. because it doesn't work. I'd rather just show people that it can be done and just talk to people about it and people can see that it can be done and then they can make the decision on their own. So, like, Sophie has been here a few weeks. I've not forced anything on her. I've just talked to her about it. And now she's vegetarian. She's stopped eating meat since she's she's come here. I think Marina's the same. Marina's the same. It it, it works better when you do it yourself. Yeah. And because I was the same, people told me about it, and I didn't listen because you just think, no, I know better, or you just can't be bothered, or you want to see something done for yourself before 
you know, you do it yourself. Um, in my old placement in Ireland, uh, my friend Heather, I was just talking to her and she listened to the podcast and now she's vegetarian. Um, also other things, like I don't drink. So if people spend time with me, like I've had people in my life who spend time with me and see that I don't drink but still can have a good time, then they think, oh, maybe I don't need to drink as much and things like that rather than forcing people to do certain things. Mm-hmm. So that's the point of the podcast anyway. Um, so the plan for this one, I'm just going to say a few statements. doesn't mean that they're right or wrong. Mm-hmm. It's just a statement and then we discuss it. So this is very... Um, you know, opinion base. It's very um, subjective, objective, which is the difference? Objective. Subjective is, there's an answer. Objective Objective. is, yeah. Um, Different points of view. Yeah. But first of all, I just, we'll go around the room and we'll say, why are you, why are you here? At the, you know, why do you want to... Here is in like in the centre. Centre, yeah. Why do you want to come and, you know, rehabilitate SEALs? Who wants to go first? Well, before before I started the study I'm doing, uh, mm. so I'm here for an internship, um, I had a lot of doubts. Like, not, not necessarily doubts, I just couldn't choose um, out of all the interests I had of what I wanted to do. Um, and just before I chose this study, I also went to Australia. Um, I learned a lot about myself and what I liked and I I did realize that animals in general do um, really interest me and I really care about um, well like about the well-being of like the environment and um, wildlife populations um, so and animals in general like all animals really interest me um, but like especially wildlife um like really um i got really excited about the wildlife aspect of this study um so when i had to look for an internship um i looked for places where i can learn uh, more about uh, conservation (laughs) conversation (laughs) um so about conservation um and then mostly about like wildlife um uh, populations of just certain species it didn't really matter which one um as long as i uh, learned more about it um and eventually i came to um seal center peterborough um and uh yeah i I just hope to learn more about it so um in the future i know uh, which direction to like head in and if this fits my um i say my style, I think, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then I want to continue like uh, being a wildlife con- uh, conservationist and maybe work on um, goals um, where they uh, rehabilitate other animals as well. Um, I looked a lot into organizations in uh, in Africa and some in Australia as well because I've been there. Um, and I really got excited by like their goals and um, the way um, how do you say they the way they stand uh, their standpoint like the right? mor- morals yeah yeah exactly thank you um, 
and I wanted to explore that more and see if I fit in there. Um, so it's mostly about that, um, and uh, well, to learn more about culture here as well. So that's what really spoke to me as well. Um, it got, was luckily really close for me to come here but like the many nationalities really spoke to me as well because you can learn a lot about that and just like I'm, we're doing right now it's already like a part of it like learning more uh, about culture and other people um, so I really thought it was gonna be a big learning experience and I'm already seeing it through cool <laughs> yes. you wanna go? yeah sure <laughs> okay so why am I here? why are you here? Probably a long story. Do you want my life story? <laughs> yeah, when, when were you born? Um, no, okay, so why I'm here. Um, I've always had an interest in in, in, animal, um, in animals ever since I was a kid, um, particularly wildlife, so I used to always watch documentaries, you know, David Attenborough, all the good stuff. Um, and when I was a kid, my mum volunteered for the uh, British Divers Marine Life Rescue. And so when I was even, you know, seven years old, we would rescue seals, put them in the back of our car, take them to the local sea life centre and stuff. And then I ended up working at the sea life centre when I was 16 um, for a few years. Um, and then I got my degree in marine biology. And um, while I was working and getting my degree, I, got, uh, I met someone that worked here, or at least volunteered here in the past, and he recommended me to come here. Um, so it just kind of lined up with my career and my sort of prospects and interests. Um, as I studied marine biology, I developed more of an interest in um, sort of conservation, but not too much, but it's just sort of like working at the Sea Life Centre. There was a lot of education involved and uh, a lot of talk around conservation and rehabilitation uh, and the ethics and everything that involved in that. Um, but this place was a really good opportunity to get some really, really good experience, hands-on um, in the area because this place is the biggest, I think, in Europe with uh, when it comes to seal rehabilitation. So kind of fit in line with what I was doing and it was like a really good next step um, for me. So that's why I'm here. And then also similar to Vigre, like the cultures aspect um, also was really awesome. It wasn't why I came, but when, when I came, I realised pretty quickly that it was a very valuable part of this experience is the, the people that you meet and the, the exposure to the different types of people you meet. I, I would say every single person I've met here so far, I was here in the summer and I'm here now, they're all different in every way. Like they're all unique to themselves. And um, that's really exciting. And I really, really love that. And that's why I came back as well um, for this second period. And I'll probably come back again. Um, but yeah, that's the simple way of saying why I'm here. Cool, thanks. Basically, yeah. Uh, I what I wanted to say, but like in a clearer way. <laughs> no, no, they were both they were both different. No, I do get it, and yeah, I think I think I've said this in the podcast before is that I think you learn something new every time you meet someone new. Yeah. Whether it's like about them or about the world or about yourself or anything. For sure. And it's cool. Because um, I think I think the stupidest thing anyone can do is think that they there's nothing left to learn. No, no, no. so especially not at this age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I mean, I'm just speaking for me. There was a point in my life where I thought, all right, I know what I'm doing now. I know everything. Not I know everything, but I know enough. Do you know what I mean? But then 
I don't know, you think, okay, I actually don't know everything. And I don't know, as soon as you open up to like learning more, then I think that it's cool. Um, okay, my next question, you can just answer it however you want, is because just from the stuff that you're saying is also an answer that someone would give if I was to ask why are you vegan mm-hmm. in terms of you care about animals, you care about the environment, you care about welfare, you care about the planet and stuff. So the next question, answer it however you want, is why aren't you vegan? Um, I think there's a lot of different reasons for me um, and I don't have like a clear one reason as to why I'm not um, because I don't think I have a um, good enough explanation to why not but I don't I may have uh, a couple of um, causes it's just like like causes and reasons maybe a different thing um, so um, I think it has a lot of uh, to do with the way I was raised so I was raised in a Christian anyway um, and um, as a Christian like I, I wouldn't say like I'm a complete Christian myself I'm not sure about that um, but the um, the way I was raised um, I was taught that um, as a creation of God uh, we are um, we have like we, we can um, give or like access our pr- um, access our uh, authority over the animals like we we yeah we God gave us the authority uh, about how to handle animals. Um, and I was always really confused by this um, because um, there's also a lot about equality um, in the Bible and stuff. Um, and um, yeah, the way the way I saw it is was like um, you can um, you can um, like do our authority <laughs> over the animals but like uh, I wouldn't want to hurt them so um, as long as they um, are being treated in the right way uh, no matter how they end up um, it's gonna be good if that makes sense mm. right like that. that's like from that point of view because we um, we have the power to like uh, have control over them um that wouldn't say like we we could do whatever we want with them right like we would have treated them uh we must treat them in the right way um to have respect for god's creation as well um but like also just general morals um i wouldn't feel good about harming any creature like just just like that like for no reason um and um the other reason why I'm not a vegan, I think it's just because um, it's just you grew, grow up with like eating all of it. So you never think about it and it's become such a habit. Um, and it also feels like you need it and um, you don't realize or like, um, I wouldn't say believe, but I'm, uh, I'm convinced well, not convinced, that's maybe not the right word. Um, um, like, I don't believe every animal uh, product that we 
um, like take uh, use of um, is to um, was where animals got, got hurt in the process. Um, I do believe like in the past it was way worse than it is now, but um, that's also part of the reason why I'm doing the studies and why I want to learn more about it is uh, the way it gets better and better um, and the plans that are to make uh, like rules and laws about it um, even better to um, like make sure that animals are treated in the right way and uh, do not suffer in any way. Uh, that doesn't mean we lose control of them and can't do anything with them anymore. Um, and control has such a negative load to it, if you know what I mean. Um, but I don't think it uh, in that way, just like I told before. Um, yeah, so just basically the way I grew up and how okay, it's... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks. Okay. Why am I not vegan? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I start start with saying basically, obviously, similar to Vika, it's down to how you're raised. Uh, everyone is a mold of their experiences and influences. Um. And I would say that ninety five percent of my life so far, it's not even been a thought. Like it's not been something that's been brought to me when I was a child or maybe you should be vegan. It wasn't a choice. It wasn't like a something like maybe you should do that. Um, and it wasn't something that I particularly thought about. Um, and then also um, the selfish aspect of I'm known people that know me love. I love know I love meat like when I was a kid and also now like the taste um, and everything is one of my favorite foods to eat and it was never something that you ever questioned you know you go to family things and, and there's food and that's what it is um, and it was never thought about same as like cheese especially you know and then I grew up and, and um, my sister and my my mum both went vegetarian um, for a few years uh, they haven't not really anymore but they still try to be but they're not very successful sometimes um, but even then it wasn't something that was particularly something I really thought about like the space that I went into with animals was not really in the range of domesticated it was very much uh, wild um, and the issues surrounding wild animals and the issues surrounding all of that and then I even went further with that with marine animals and that was my influence that was the space that I was in so when I worked at the Sealife Centre and there was a lot of education about conservation you know veganism wasn't a, a thought because that's not the issue with with marine animals you know the marine animals issues were different um, and because that was my influences then that you know that was something that I thought about more so for example a different issue like using plastic bags I stopped using plastic bags I avoid using plastic bags because it was something that I was you know made really aware of as an issue um, I don't eat fish and it's not like I wouldn't eat fish if I wanted to eat fish and I have eaten fish if it's offered to me but I don't go out and eat it and it's not that's not because I really think about it it's just something that I don't really feel like doing and I think it's because I've been so surrounded by fish and looking after fish like a lot I just don't think about doing it um, and you know those sort of issues just were never really made 
too aware to me. There were other things on my mind that were way more important. Um, and um, I guess, obviously, you have to, you know, at the end of the day, I'm an adult. I can think for myself. And you start to, th- start to become self-aware. So I would say probably 95% of the reason I wasn't vegan for a long time was ignorance to the issue, not really knowing much about it and not really being aware of it. Now, since I came to the Netherlands in the summer um, and being surrounded by people that were vegan, I even dated a vegan, I started to think about it a bit more. Um, and then you start to sort of come up with excuses, I guess. I mean, if I'm really honest, I'm really self-aware. Like, my whole life I've done that. I don't want to judge myself and fucking feel bad for myself the whole, my whole life. Oh, God, why have I done that? You start to come up with excuses, and, and my thought process has been like, okay, the issues in the world that I have tried to improve on and why I'm still a good person, they weren't, they weren't you know, vegan. They were other things, and I've made an effort to try to make a difference, such as, like, with seal populations or whatever. You can even come into question why you need to do that. But... Yeah, I would say the reason I'm not vegan is because it's not something that I've been really exposed to for very long. And I think it's a complex thing. I don't think it's like as simple as you change that one thing because I think veganism on its own, which shouldn't be categorized on its own because it's just another issue that there are so many. And, you know, the minute I start thinking about that one thing, someone who cares about human um, slavery with clothing lines could come to me and go, why are you wearing these clothes? You know, like there are so many issues in the world that um, you could think about that people don't. And I would say vegan was one of the things I just didn't think about. Now I'm starting to think about it a little bit more, but it's still such a complex issue. I haven't really got my head around it completely, how I want to deal with it. Whereas things like working in rehabilitation, conservation of wild animals, that's something I've been surrounded by since I was a kid. So it's a lot easier for me to know what's ethical, what I want to do, what I'm comfortable with doing, because veganism is still quite a big change in your life to do. Um, So it's something that you have to sort of build yourself up to. I would say that for me to forever come vegan, it's like not completely out of the realms of possibility. I think it's going to take a long time for me, but I've definitely already improved, like in terms of thinking about these things, you know. Uh, before coming here I'd eat maybe chicken every day and now I eat it maybe once twice a week and being surrounded by the people I'm surrounded by makes it a lot easier and that's what I mean like growing up I wasn't surrounded by these types of people so it was not something that you really think about as an issue Um, but obviously you have to be self-aware of these things but I would say that's why I'm not vegan Um, and I think fundamentally I think the reason why most people aren't vegan is lack of education and um, sort of lack of influence in, in people's lives. I mean, I think the next generations you'll see it'll get more and more popular because the these younger generations are the people starting to really make a thinking about it, you know, really starting to think about it. Like our parents, I wouldn't say really were thinking about this issue as much as we are at this age anyway. Maybe they are now 50 years, 60 years old, but they definitely probably weren't thinking about it at 20. So um, I would say probably you'll see a shift. I know when I have kids, I probably will push them towards a vegan diet as well. If that answers your question. 
Cool. I mean, there was no right or wrong answer. It was just kind of well, just to see. Well, right? No, they were both really good. I that was really good. Um, I've never really seen it from like a religious point of view in terms of Christianity, and and you know, it's kind of it's it's what God gave you, and you know, to to not go ahead with that would maybe be against religion in in a sense. So yeah, it's interesting, but. Yeah, I mean, a few things. I mean, I'm a few years older than both of you. So when I was your age, I wasn't vegan. So it's not like I'm sat here thinking, you know, I'm better than you and you should be like... Like, I wasn't... I ate a lot of meat when I was your age, probably more than both of you. Like, I was... I ate meat every day. Gym rats with a daily chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, you only start to think about things when you become aware of it, and that's just what happened to me, and I became really invested in it, and it kind of made a lot of sense when I was looking into it, so I just kept doing it. Um, but, yeah, I think... But also, it's it's the worst thing we can do is feel guilty because it's not going to help anyone, and I'm really bad for that. I feel, feel really guilty. That's why I do a lot of the things I do is because I feel guilty for it. Um, but it's not our fault. It's previous generations fault for setting up the things that um that are in place today and we see it as a norm um because we grew up that way you know if you think just think about how big the population is now the population has doubled in the world in the last 40 years so you know meat production has to increase rapidly which is why we have things like factory farms now so it's not as a big a deal for the previous generations because when they grew up wasn't a problem yeah there was loads of fields and cows had a happy life and then they died but now it's a case of the meat supply is needs to be so big that we need to we need to breed over a billion cows um and keep them in big factories because we don't have the space for them um but that thing you said about control that's another big problem because um kind of um i don't know whether you did it in uni um in kind of like the biology stuff in kind of early biology um there was a thing called scalinatory. It's like this nature scale and how we put God. God is at the top of the scale. Right. Then humans, then it's animals. So like the big animals like whales and things we care about. Um, and then it's like cows and then it's insects and stuff. So we kind of created, when we started to look at life and started to, you know, the origins of biology and we start to think, oh, what's going on and what's all this? we kind of created this um, ladder of authority and we put ourselves at the top because we're smarter and then we put the animals below and it's kind of planted the seed of we can do whatever we want to them so the kind of we've become less empathetic to animals that we can use to, to benefit us because we put ourselves first and we, we can uh, and it's led to this kind of disassociation which is the other problem of um, we don't think about it so it doesn't affect us um, if a, cows are getting slaughtered every single day but it's behind closed doors and it's far away and we don't see it because it's in plastic in Tesco or Yumbo or whatever um, so yeah so can I just add to that real quick yeah um, the um, I just want to make clear that um, um, the control and the Christianity uh, doesn't mean um like you can do whatever you want with it no. um, and that's not the way I see it and I 
also feel like if Christianity wasn't a factor at all, mm. um, I would still feel like we w- should handle animals with respect. Mm. Um, and um, to add to what Brad said as well earlier, like I can, uh, I'm not saying I'm uh, perfect and I'm still probably doing it, uh, a lot of things wrong and be, and I'm being um, like, uh, there comes a, uh, hypocrisy comes to like you can there's a part of it maybe um but the the way the way i want uh, animals to be treated is with respect like mainly um just of morals and um partly the christianity comes to see with it because it's part of god's creation um but um yeah i start i started to think about it like um when I uh, went to study, especially, uh, and I went to live on my own, um, I started really to think about what I'm gonna buy and what I'm gonna eat. Um, and I never considered being vegan or vegetarian, um, but I did um, look at the way um, the meat was produced. And um, Wind and Allens have uh, a certain type of, um, I don't know tag that's on the meat uh, that um, shows how um, the life of these animals has been, um, and I don't know if we do that ever, any differently, and you have that, uh, or if any country does this differently, uh, or does the same similar thing. Um, but we have like the three stars uh, underneath a lot of meat products, which says which says better life, um, and. Um, when it has like three stars, it had like um, as much possibility to like, for example, roam freely, um, um, access its natural behavior, um, and uh, and other quality of life stuff, so they they wouldn't suffer in any way. Um, but with this, it also becomes like more expensive, of course. Um, so like the the more expensive it was to like keep these animals and produce the the products that they give um the more it's going to cost for us as well and especially as a student um it's really hard to buy like top tier um stuff you know and um that's what something i got really self-aware of as well um especially the longer i um was studying and living on my own um i know just like okay i cannot keep buying this stuff even though I want to because um, eventually I can't uh, but I still kind of want to you know mm. um, so it's like kind of like in a dilemma of what you should do yeah um, I just want to clarify as well like that um, nobody's perfect I'm, I'm not either and um, it still should be handled with respect to everything um, yeah cool no i mean yeah no that's fine i mean no one's perfect i'm not perfect i i you know i drive a van that's probably not very good for the environment i always forget my shopping bag so buy a shopping bag every single time and then there's loads in my van because you know i'm not perfect you you just got to do what you can do um in terms of you know how, how they're treated it's kind of just a perspective thing because um, you know, if you think about the seals here, you know, we're giving them, we think we're giving them the best care that we're giving them. Mm. We're doing the best we can. We want them to have a good life. Um, so say they're here, 
you know, for a few weeks, and we give them, we really look after them. Then at the end, instead of releasing them, we kill them and eat them. Would that be okay? Because we've given them a good life. It's kind of that thing of you know you can give a cow a really good life, but we're still killing it at the end of the day. It's like if you rescue a dog um, who's not had a good life, and you you give it a really good life, but then you kill it. It's kind of you know it's just kind of a moral um, moral compass where. where where your morality is, you know, is that okay or or is that still you're taking the life of of an animal? Of course you can. Um, well, I think that's a really interesting point because I think that isn't particularly to do with the individual animal. Mm. I think that is more to do with the animal's purpose and I'm doing, you know, whatever speech marks in my hands. Yeah. <laughs> um, quotation. Basic quotation marks because what, I'm, what I mean by that is humans, obviously, like you said, we we overcomplicate everything anyway. First of all, second of all, we uh, have over generations put ourselves top of the food chain, and through that have decided to, you know, choose whether an animal deserves to live or die. And uh, my argument, um, well, not my argument, but my point with what you just said is, um, if seals were the more nutritional option between a cow and a seal, then what we're doing to cows right now would be being doing to seals. And you maybe have a cow rehabilitation place where we would all work and release cows at the end of the day. Sure. What I'm saying is, like, pe- those animals are being treated the way they are because of what we've decided they deserve, not because yeah. of anything else. So, for example, um, if we did that to the seals, I wouldn't be working here mm. because that's not what I believe in with the seals. And you're right. Why should it be different between a seal and a cow? Well, you know, I, I don't work. I, if I grew up. Again, coming back to the influence, if I grew up on a farm and I saw them being treated that way or something, then I'd be a completely different person to who I am. You know, like, it's... The 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 comparing between animals, I think, is difficult to do mm. because they're so different. And what I would prefer to talk about, or at least I think what's more interesting, is human psychology, is why have we decided certain animals can live and certain animals can die? Yeah. Uh, and why have we domesticated certain animals and not... And then, obviously, why is the entire world just agreed with it? Um, but kind of like when it comes to like when it always when I come talk about human issues, um, I think kind of the world is fucked, and it's kind of we just decide which issue we want to solve. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their things. Like I, I think in an alternative reality, we're all sat here and we're talking about a different issue. We're talking about something else where one of us could be doing something different with our lives. Like, for example, um, getting, you know, not driving as much, maybe getting public transport more. And someone could be very passionate about why don't we do that? You know, I think humans, there's a human psychology of it is where it gets really interesting because, like, yeah, we've decided these things. And you could more question why have we decided that um what i find really difficult because what overwhelms me is um as an individual uh, it's very difficult not to feed the machine you know of like what's wrong with the world already um and so when you sort of give yourself the task as a someone who's aware who wants to be a good person of solving all of the issues in the world it can be quite difficult and it can be quite overwhelming and you could start to question fulfillment in life and for me like that's one of my things is you know if people ask me why aren't you vegan i would say yeah i'm selfish 
um, and I'm ignorant and that's not that is a choice and that makes me probably worse than some people who do it because they don't know um, but that's more because truthfully I'm living my life and I want to have the best life I can have um, and fulfilment is really important to me and so for example if I have the opportunity to go travel to Hawaii I'm going to take it but that airplane is going to fuck up the environment quite a lot so it's just like weighing up what's what's worth doing and what's not worth doing yeah. and I think like I said veganism is something that is so new to me still it's not something that I've weighed up worth changing much in my lifestyle yet um, because I like my lifestyle and it gives me fulfilment so it's like you know it's not something that has become such an apparent problem that I need to fix um, and also I have very little faith in humanity so <laughs> that's another thing <laughs> no that's good I mean yeah, no, I do get what you mean in terms of like weighing up the options. Like, I've we've both travelled here from the UK. You took a plane, I drove, and you could argue which which one's better. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. It's it's, um, but yeah, you weigh up the point of you know, okay, well, um, I needed to do that to get here to do good for the seals and for the world. So you kind of just weigh up those those options. Um, for me, in terms of veganism. Um, it's yeah it's a problem and it, you know how can I solve that problem is for me it's really easy I'll just not buy meat in terms of you know I can't solve every problem in the world I can't solve slavery I can't solve the fossil fuel thing well I could I could just stop buying fossil fuels um, and things like that but for me that I could just stop buying meat and then I'm no longer contributing to the harming of animals mm -hmm. so that's just something I can tick off and you know because you, you can't overwhelm yourself because then you'll get nothing done. You know, if someone said to you, okay, you've got to build a house, <clears throat> suddenly you're thinking, oh my God, how do I build a house? You don't do that. You think, okay, let's get the foundations, the bricks, whatever. Or, you know, you've got to, you've got to do a three-year degree. Oh my God, you don't do that. You think, okay, I'll just go to that lecture on Monday and then I'll go to that lecture on Tuesday and you do bit by bit. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly that's how you, yeah. that's how you do things. But um, yeah, cool. Okay. That took so much longer, but I feel like it was really good. Okay, I'll ask what we'll do. We'll do like quick fire okay. statements. Okay. Again, this isn't, these aren't right or wrong. Uh, it's just what you think of them. So, so much more in my head. I want to say that. Like, no, that's good. I, you can, you can say that. Like, I, have I have so much like points what we talked about, like, which thoughts. came up. Like, oh, here, yeah, I can say something more about. That's good. That's good. Well. We're not Keep them in your head. We'll do these. <laughs> let's do some quick fire rounds. <laughs> And then see what you think. Okay, so the first one, which you might be interested in, is you can't be an environmentalist and eat animals. Interesting. Does anyone want to take take you it? Can't be an environmentalist and eat animals. I can. I can take oh, that. Yeah. Um, I disagree. Okay. <laughs> um, basically, um, the reason I disagree with that is because the environment is a massive thing. It's not specifically animals related um, and the, the welfare of animals. It's the environment as a whole. You could be talking ecologically um, or anything. Um, and this is what I mean by the world can be divided by so many issues and a lot of them are related to the environment. So you can actually make a huge difference to the environment um, without solving the vegan problem or whatever but you could still make a big difference in the environment for example um i 
you know, I could go to a school and give a talk to kids about, um, you know, I don't know, using less plastic. And I would argue that is good for the environment. And you are being an environmentalist when you do that and then go home, maybe you need some chicken. Um, that doesn't automatically make me not an environmentalist because environmentalist doesn't mean you have to do every single thing right with to do the environment because you could say the exact same statement there and say you can't be an environmentalist if you fly a plane because you you know what I mean like you, that's what I'm saying you can't you can't take one issue from a large scope mm. and then put it as a blanket over the entire scope if you don't do it yeah. you know what I mean and that's why I disagree with that statement now the forefront of that is you could be a better environmentalist if you didn't eat meat or if you didn't contribute to those issues but it doesn't mean you're not an environmentalist for example it doesn't mean you're a bad person if you don't do it you know it's the same sort of thing yeah um or you don't care about animals you know i mean you can't say that either because um it's animals as i mean there's fucking so many you know i mean you can categorize everything by one thing and that's what my opinion is on it anyway Okay. I think a big part of it, um, and this is a concept like uh, which came to mind like early in the conversation as well, is like part of playing God, um, and it's what we um, uh, do here at the center as well. Like uh, we're essentially uh, deciding uh, what to do with the population, um, and um, like how they're gonna be. Like it's actually thriving right now. Um, the seal population, right? And we're still helping it. Um, even though you wouldn't say it's really necessary. And I'm doing the quotation marks as well right now. Um, and um, the same thing goes for like eating... Um, uh, I say e eating animals. Um, if you um, decide we cannot play... Um, or eat animals at all anymore. Um, it's also like maybe part of playing, playing God because um, this has been part of nature, like animals eating each other and essentially we're animals as well um, for as long as humankind uh, or the world existed, right? So if we just suddenly decide we cannot do that at all anymore, um, it's also kind of like playing as God, right? Um, and it's funny saying that as like a, a kid who grew up with uh, Christianity, right? Um, but um, it still it still feels weird, um, even though we have gotten the authority. Like from my point of view, um, uh, the way it still feels like you're playing God, right? Which we're not supposed to do. We're just. Um, um, supposed to handle it with respect and um the way um i i don't know exactly how god wanted wanted us to handle them but like it's it's mostly like the playing god uh it feels weird to like make a decision if we can or cannot um i think it doesn't really matter um it's either or it's not gonna um make a big difference i feel like that maybe sounds really judgmental no, I, or something. I, I, I was thinking about this um, as well, in the sense of um, the the thing about sort of. I also think from a scientific point of view, um, as humans, you have the like Vichas, you know, saying it or stating it as a playing god, 
and we got to a position where we could control things and, and how things are done and manufacture things so that in, in you know in the with the aim to prioritize the human race that is the whole point is to give human race so that people don't have to hunt their animals they can just be given it at a supermarket super easy efficient lazy right but that that is the point that is the reason why these animals are uh, hurt is because we have prioritized ourselves above them um and when you strip that completely down to being like just straight up animal versus animal naturally humans would obviously prioritize themselves over an animal you put yourself in the wild you're not going to not kill an animal to stop yourself from dying you know you will do that you know i think most people would do that um but obviously it's got out of control to the point where it's like now it's probably unnecessary the amount of the harm that is coming but then you cut you go to the opposite end of the spectrum which is veganism where you've decided that um you can that you do, that you don't need to to harm animals you don't need to kill animals to survive which is true um but it is also moving away from the biological scientific side of things so it's kind of these two ends of the spectrum where you are then deciding that you are playing god in a way like like you said like you are deciding that um you don't need to do that and and the only reason veganism exists as is, is as a result of human like causes if 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 the human if if we lived in a world where the population was not overpopulated like the earth was really okay you know you go back a few uh, centuries and um we were all just hunting our food ourselves veganism wouldn't exist i don't think um because it's not a thought it, veganism has come as a result of a human made problem it's not and that's where like the science comes into it it is natural for us to eat meat but it is not um natural to put them in factories and hmm. you know do that and that's where the ethical problems come in and that's where i have issue you know like if you go to a tribe in, in in native america where they are completely secluded from modern society and they do their things their normal way i don't think they would appreciate if you came over and said you should be vegan because i would argue that what they're doing is totally reasonable um but that's the issue the issue isn't it's, it's the way we've created this issue and and we all feed the the machine by going to the supermarket every day um and then also, obviously, we've been brought up with pillows around us and whatever. We never have to kill an animal to eat. And so the idea of doing that is awful. I wouldn't want to fucking do that. No way. Sorry, am I allowed to swear on this? Yeah, okay, I, I, I think I already swore like four <laughs> times. Anyway. Um, but like, we've got demonetized. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Um, like, because we've not been raised to do that. But if you go to someone who's been raised on a farm where they slaughter something, they're not as bothered mm. to do that. And that's where, again, it comes in. We've been raised in that sense. Um, and I think the reason why people are so sh shit when it comes to being vegan is because we've, like I said, as a result, we've been raised to care about animals and not harm them because we don't have to, because it's done for us. Um, but then also just blindly let that happen blindly just take what you can get from the supermarket you've got a good life handed to you now whatever you know and that is a very western thing you know mm -hmm. if you go if you go like into middle of africa or like i said these sort of tribal areas they don't have the same issue um so yeah i, I would argue sort of the reason for veganism is very much a western uh thing and maybe you know in asia as well a little bit with the 
there's definitely some unethical things going on there but yeah um, that's more on his point not the inv- I know you wanted to do quick fire thing about no, the environment yeah, yeah, the environment thing but it was something I was thinking about as well like the whole thing of like oh as humans it's wrong that we have decided that we can just kill animals and whatever mm. but at the same time um, I argue the decision that we shouldn't do anything to animals is also quite far in one spectrum because mm. you're taking that nature has been destroyed in both realms like we we've completely removed nature from the thing and we're going humans fight humans like that's what it is there's we're not even taking nature into account really in either situation like veganism is only possible because of humans you know if if it wasn't for how smart we are you would struggle to have a diet um that isn't made for you mm. as a vegan option uh, by people that have figured out a way of doing it because you definitely can have a vegan lifestyle now and be healthy and happy and whatever um, but if you were left to your own devices um, without knowing how to do it it would be quite difficult I think um, the reason veganism exists comes from the issue of the factories and the manufact- the, the, the killing of animals on a mass scale and mm. the slaughterhouses and the factories and stuff um, but it's, surely it's easier to plant already, crops it? than it is to breed and kill animals yeah but naturally we wouldn't have breeded them is what I'm saying like Not naturally true, we would have I, just killed them I, I would find it easier to plant seeds than it is to jump on a like a bull yeah. it's easier but I guess in terms of the success of the human race if you go back far enough the reason why there are not generations being passed down of planting mm. seeds and it's people killing animals is because they were more successful yeah yeah, yeah. right um, it's just it's natural selection and it's now also that um, we have in modern day we have actual power to control everything around us like yeah. uh, and you could argue like that's mostly wrong yeah um, but it's which is why I say more, that the veganism as an issue is, is so complex because right. it's, on its own it's simple yeah just don't go buy meat but it's part of an umbrella of a huge problem mm-hmm. which is the human race and the, the way we decide to run the world maybe we should just kill off all humans and then yeah let's just kill ourselves <laughs> right these are such a good point not good points I don't agree with some of the points but the like the debate is good. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of what you said just so I can I can do my side of it. Um, okay, so going back to the... What was my thing? The environmentalists and the animals. Okay. Um, for me, for a long time, I, sa- I would say you can't be an environmentalist and eat animals just because I've, I've researched so much on it that I, I kind of... I can't not think about the damage that animal agriculture does to the planet. Mm-hmm. So in terms of, um, you know, uh, unnaturally having so many animals on the planet when we shouldn't do, um, and and kind of the, the harm that it causes to all sorts of life in terms of, um, you know, the pollution into the atmosphere, into the ocean, cause, like causes dead zones even, and that would affect marine life in itself. Um, um, you know, in Ireland, a lot of the the kind of outreach and public awareness that we would do would be um, the problems that animal agriculture causes to seal populations in terms of the runoff from farming, yeah. um, which, uh, and, and just if you think of just overfishing, uh, but, um, but also in, in terms of, um, you know, what you were saying before about animals just eating animals, um, 
you know, when you say, why aren't you vegan? Uh, people, you can just use different things to, in different ways to kind of back your own argument. And it's like you said before, and a lot of what other people do is, is kind of, you make excuses. So you could say, you know, oh, it's natural to eat meat. Yeah. But if you look at the way we do it now, not it's not natural yeah, because not we buy meat in plastic in a shop that's got air conditioning and electricity, and that's not natural. Mm. Um, you know, we. But also, we do need to separate ourselves from other animals because we can't use the excuse of you know we're animals so we can eat animals. You know, we have things like empathy and compassion, and we can understand that. You know, these other animals are sentient beings like us in that they think and they feel and have certain emotions that mimic ours. You know, a cow would cry when the calf is killed in front of them and um, they're, they're tortured in small cages and, and you know, they, they feel similar emotions. So we have compassion to see that and think, you know, maybe we shouldn't do that to them. Um <sighs> But yeah, that's why I, that's why I said like we removed nature from both scenarios. Yeah, it's it's not one or the other. Mm. Veganism is not a natural thing, but neither is. Oh, but what you said, yeah, what you said before is yeah, that's where I was coming from in terms of you know veganism wouldn't exist, but we we do still have that compassion and and yeah because we because we we have the brain yeah it. because we've become so intelligent yeah you know that's where a lot of these questions Pretty coming first. from why yeah we're, we've become so intelligent that we are the only species that asks why are we here rather than just goes about our day yep. you know we we've, yeah this is, <laughs> this is funny um because it's maybe um a really maybe a weird point to bring up but do you guys know avengers yeah. and then thanos <laughs> and then thanos, thanos yeah, right? yeah yeah and he is um and this is also something he says in the movies uh cursed with knowledge yeah. Um, and a lot of people like this villain because uh, it makes sense. Ten points, yeah, because yeah. it makes so Kill much sense. Kill half of the life, so the rest of life can have right. Life. Yeah, yeah, and this is what I just thought about with yeah. what you just said. Um, which it's not saying like I instantly agree with it, but um, it's such an interesting and good point to to think about. Yeah. Um, and it's just funny that like even movies depict this, right? Um, yeah, because it's essentially like. It's kind of like the same thing we're facing. Okay, the quick fire round went out the window, but that's okay. We still have some good <laughs> points. Okay, we'll do one more because uh, I think this is a good one. You can maybe set up a rule. You can only say like so many words. But, yeah, sentence. three. Oh, I'm not gonna count my words. No, three no, words, like no, you could, one or two sentences. Three words. No, no. Um, <laughs> Just like the presentation. I think this is a good one. Um, uh, I know that you've listened to every single one of my episodes. <laughs> what, what are you laughing at? <laughs> I did. That's right <laughs> No, because I did um, in the first season when I was in Ireland. I did an episode on masculinity. So this is kind of because it was with two guys. Um, so this is kind of masculinity part two, and because um, the majority of vegans are women. Um, oh really? Yeah, the majority of people. I, I can see, I can see that actually. Yeah, like, I'm, yeah. I'm, like an overwhelming, I'm overwhelming amount. No, no. So the so the statement is there are less 
uh, vegan men because to eat less meat is to be less masculine. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I, I do not agree with that. Yeah, me neither. Okay. I just don't, I don't I don't know why, but I I just don't feel um, like that. And I um, I think there is a lot of I don't I don't know exactly why, but that's just a feeling. Okay. And I feel like there's a lot of different things um, that people depict as masculine or uh, feminine, uh, which like make no sense at all to me we're hitting the realms of a completely different yeah i mean <laughs> so no, i want to go if you think of like um because major the majority of i can tell i can are... tell you sort of why i think that is if you want yeah yeah, go that's, ahead. yeah, yeah. It's just... um i disagree in the sense of the whole thing of it being less masculine okay uh, if you're a man and you're vegan you're not less masculine no way 100 no but i i can theorize why more women are uh, and that purely comes down to hormones and uh, that sort of feeling and emotional uh, maternal behavior and um, mm. women are more caring basically proven i'm pretty sure yeah. that women have more chemicals that increase care for other life mm. but obviously mainly humans but going further than that um it's the same with uh, animals as well like you'll have mothers that will take in pups of other you know that, that aren't there child you know because they're caring you won't whereas the males will trample on them <laughs> and kill them and um, so it's like it's it's naturally in a way uh, humans women produce more sort of care hormones and, and, and more maternal instincts and um, for animals uh, mainly for humans but then also that can probably branch out towards hu uh, animals in terms of men uh, masculinity i don't think is is part of it um i think Obviously, you break it down again, you go back in time and history, men would f hunt and they would do all that thing because biologically we are physically stronger and more capable of accomplishing these things with success. If you went back in history and women were more successful, then the roles would be switched around. Um, but it doesn't mean you're less masculine. It would be stupid to say that because we live in a society nowadays where that doesn't exist. Like, you can live a life now and um, nobody's hunting no one no one yeah there's no test of masculinity in life now you don't you know your masculinity is never tested Ma um, I mean, mas masculinity is not tested in the way that it used to yeah like, exactly it, it, like yeah we can't we can't talk about we can't talk about women because we're not women no but we can talk <laughs> about men and you can kind of like i i don't experience it thankfully in, in kind of that ma masculinity um kind of competition and or, or kind yeah. of that that peer pressure of, of kind of a masculine group because my friends are aren't like that. No, me neither. But you, there are a lot of men who are are in those kind of masculine friend groups where they might not be able to talk to each other as much and they might feel feel less weak if they went to their friends and say, "Oh, um, he invented," you know eating a vegan burger instead of a that's interesting it's interesting you say that yeah you idiot you know like you like I, I get some like jokes from my friends who aren't vegan and say oh you know, a vegan burger because it, it does have that kind of you know it's interesting I, I, it, personal experience I've not experienced that like mm. I, it, how I would react to someone being vegan it, it doesn't matter if you're a male or a female mm. um, and also I haven't really experienced anyone you know like having their masculinity 
sort of uh, tested by the fact that they're vegan or anything. Mm. Like, no one's questioned it. I mean, questioned their masculinity if they're mm. vegan or not. Now, granted, I haven't met many vegans mm. um, that are male. Now I think about it, maybe two, <laughs> one or two. Yeah. Um, but it's not something that has really become apparent to me mm. about veganism being a, a male issue. Mm. Anyway. Like, about the masculinity stuff, um, I don't... Um, if this subject wouldn't be brought up, it's nothing I would ever bring up myself either. It's something I actually never, ever think about myself, like about uh, femininity or masculinity, um, because I don't think it's important. Yeah. Um, so, that's, so that's I, good. That's good because it is a fact that more yeah the majority which of is why are, so I it's just interesting why. to talk about. Why. I think I think that's like uh, we're talking about world problems and stuff, and that's such a useless world pl- world problem in my opinion. Um, it's not in in terms of you know if you think the like... world will be better if people reduce their meat intake and if there's a restriction on men to do that when men are fifty oh, percent right. population. Okay. It's just interesting to think. Yeah, actually, I no, know. In that case, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why aren't fifty percent of the population more inclined yeah. to eat less meat than the other fifty? Yeah, okay. I think. I, I think mean, for I me, um, I guess the easiest way I can answer that question is: if I were to turn vegan, it wouldn't be a worry of mine. Like yeah. whether people yeah. would see me as less masculine. That is not something that would go through my mind. Mm. And I think purely the reason why there are less men than women that are vegan, I from my experience I wouldn't theorize it as it being talented people being viewed as less masculine or judged in that way I find it more just women have more capability to care mm. and I think that they are more easily em- made emotional by seeing these animals in pain or whatever they you know I'm I know I'm cold as fuck sometimes so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what we'll get sorry I, I think it's a bit late for that um okay well um I had a few more, um, but we kind of we kind of we have. I mean, I have time. No, no, but I don't want it to be too long because um, let's do one more because I like these. <laughs> um, well, the other, one of them we kind of talked about before is uh, is to choose to save one animal and kill another is a choice we shouldn't make, and we kind of made that before in in terms of you know we decided a long t- time ago. It's very difficult to to say it. It's difficult to, to to make that decision. Yeah. Like yeah, because you know it, you know it's already made for us. Yeah, we were born into a world where. A, a cow is a stupid thing that lives on a farm and we kill and eat them. It's domesticated. It's domesticated and rather than wild. When, if you kind of think about it, pigs are actually the fifth smartest animal in the world and have show more emotion than a lot of wild animals. Yeah. So, th- again, that's just kind of a perspective thing. Uh, but the other one I thought might be interesting is sustainability doesn't matter because we're not going to be here forever. Interesting. I can talk about that. Um... That that I think comes into uh, the debate of sort of selflessness and selfishness. Mm. Um, how selfish you you decide to be and how selfless you decide to be. So obviously, um, one easy way of looking at the world now is go, okay, it's fucked. Okay, I'm just going to live the best life I can live. I don't care. Um, that's a very selfish way of doing things. And I think um, the people that are self-aware enough to think about it... Um, are thinking in that way, the ones that don't do anything. I think a lot of the world don't do anything to solve these issues because they don't fucking understand it and they have no idea what's going on and there's a lack of education. I would say a lot of issues in the world come from a lack of education. If I was taught about veganism when I was a kid, probably would have been vegan. You know what I mean? Like it's mm. There's a lack of education there. Um, sustainability is interesting because 
uh, you are right in the sense of 90% of the sustainable stuff won't matter in our lifetimes. Um, but that comes down to, again, how much you care about the future and how much you, how selfless you are about your future. And obviously one thing people always say is, what about your kids? What about your, your generations after you? Um, and, and I would say like some people would probably get upset with me because I'm quite selfish. Mm. Um, and I do fundamentally say, look, I, I care about my life um, above everyone else's um, because if I'm happy and healthy, then I feel like I'm more capable to actually make a difference anyway. Um, so I will do what, I'll put myself first and then after that I can start to actually make a difference with certain things. Um, sustainability, yeah, sustainability is really interesting because it's like, there's the argument of sustainability with wild populations. And again, coming back to playing God, is it up to us, you know, to, to decide whether an animal should be sustained, whether the population should be sustained or not? And if we have decided that's up to us, is that as a consequence of our mistakes already, um, which is 90% of the problem, you know, over, mm. overfishing, for example. Okay, we need to start sustainably fishing now. Why? Because we overfished in the first place. It would never have been a problem if we hadn't done that. So it's like, it, it is... It does matter. It's just, it's like a, a spectrum on how much it matters to you. And then on that spectrum where you lie is then where you, how you decide to do things about it. If you are really far, like maybe yourself, Harry, where I would argue you are more selfless than I am, um, you might do more to encourage sustainability and the world, um, preserving the world and, and, and the wild populations and animals whereas I might be a bit less so I might make less effort doesn't mean I'm completely ignorant to it um, I just am more selfish and then there are some people that are completely ignorant and don't really know what's going on um, but I agree with the statement um, in the sense of it, it doesn't matter in our lifetime but it doesn't mean it doesn't matter mm. like you, you need to open your mind if you think like that because the world is not as small as that like life is not as simple as that yeah. there's a lot more to it than that for sure right <laughs> now it's my turn <laughs> um, I think um, about um, that we were put on this earth to or partly put on this earth to care for it to care for the creation which obviously we've established we're not doing really well mm. um, but um, also to enjoy it um, but like uh, yeah so like if you if we are here to care for it <laughs> wait <laughs> what's no, wrong if you keep touching it it won't sound good oh really okay <laughs> it just goes automatically listen to it back lovely that one. nice yeah. um so where was I? Yeah, we we were put on this earth to care for it, I believe, um, and either in a Christian anyway or not, like uh, apart from the, apart from that. Um, so um, yeah, treat everything with respect and um, do care about future generations. Like I, I don't have like much more to say about it, but like, it's, you, it's, you, care, it's, you care about sustainably sustainability, right? You care about the future generation. Yes, and um, um, you talked about like um, 
uh, selfishness um, and uh, a big part of how I was raised and how I feel is selflessness as well um, like if there's ways for me to help people I would do it um, but I don't know to what degree I would go um, and same goes for like um, the environment and stuff um, there's only so much I can do and um, I like if I have the knowledge and the power to do as much as I can I would um, and that's partly why I'm here as well like what we talked about at the beginning um, so yeah I do care <laughs> good <laughs> nice no, no. it is interesting because it's when it's when you see on the news of like Andrew Tate and he's like 10 million Lamborghinis and he's just wrecking the world and like my, my stepdad is a real one for saying oh look at China what's the point in us doing anything when China has the biggest population and is is pumping terrible stuff into the atmosphere you know what what's the point and it's easy just to be like oh yeah sure that's, yeah, that's a good point I'll just do what I want but we can't that's not accountable you're not being accountable then Can you yeah take it back? yeah um that my my argument with that is i i'm in a medium with that right so i'm the same i think a lot of the time like well i'm not going to make much of a difference right mm. fundamentally that is true obviously the individuals into a group community mentality does exist and that one person can make a difference if everyone does it um which is why i live my life prioritizing my happiness and then and, and fulfillment and then I will make differences and I will make changes to my life as long as I'm still sustaining my happiness and fulfillment which means that I can make differences I can you know help the world you know it doesn't make a difference to my happiness if I use a plastic bag or a paper bag mm. you know and you would make the argument it might not make a difference to your happiness and fulfillment if I didn't eat meat and you know it's a valid valid point so it's like the whole thing of like what's the point that other ones are doing it is well why not try anyway um because your life doesn't need to be affected negatively by trying you know fundamentally you'll get to your end of your life and you won't have any regrets because at least you tried it the world's fucked anyway um but it's like at least you're not adding to the fucked you know at least you know you've done what you've done which is why i always feel try not to judge myself as a bad person if i don't fix every single thing in my life that has relates to a world issue because mm. I know the things that I am really passionate about making a difference in I'm doing it and that will make a difference um, you know so that's what I think about that anyway yeah I think that's something can, you have uh, to hold accountability I love what you just said uh, which we can which we should like take away from this not adding to the fact yeah <laughs> that's what I mean the way you said that yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah in terms of like mental health like for me i my mental health would suffer if i did eat animals yeah, so it's I, one of those you know i, I, I everyone I, is different everyone's different yeah i i feel better about myself by doing something mm -hmm. um um yeah so much to say that you can't say anything no no, this is good. Can I ask you a question? Of course you can. <laughs> it's just a uh, theoretical scenario mm. to make you think. Um, in a flood, mm -hmm. it's a really serious flood, mm -hmm. you see a child, mm -hmm. a small child, going to die. And you see a lamb, 
you can only save one. Mm-hmm. Which one do you save? Um, the thing is, I've got to say the child because if I say the lamb, people will hate me. <laughs> is that, wait, okay, is that no. the like if if so? If the judgment of anybody would be completely taken out of the equation, mm. which one would you, you still do it? No, no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not an idiot. You'd you would choose the child because um, humans live longer. So, but so, but I suppose then I'm putting value into one over the other. Um, That's why I asked you. There's no right or wrong answer. No, there's not. But obviously, I would save the child because just from a personal aspect, I would. I feel like human instinct takes over. Human instinct would take over. I would. I've got a nephew that's turning one. You would, you would, you would see that in them, and you would rescue the child. Yeah, obviously, so you'd obviously rescue the child. I can talk about it, but I'll let you finish. But but yeah, it's 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 just coming back to that point of what I was going to say before is we have a privilege living in the Western world. We have money, we have time, we have knowledge, we have a lot of our you know. And I said this to Annie when I did a, an episode with her in that we. Because we have that privilege, it's our. I think it's our responsibility to do something about it. Yeah. To, we have the ability. We have the the. It's quite easy to not eat meat, so we should do it. You know, in terms of like what you said before, like those tribes in the middle of nowhere who don't have access. Yeah, that's not. That's that's fine. There's nothing. That's how they live. They need that to survive. Human instinct, but people shouldn't use that as an excuse to not be vegan to be ignorant yeah, yeah like, to be in, in England oh yeah but what about those fishing communities yeah but that's, you're, that's, that's not you you yeah. you can't do that you yeah. you are you you live in a place where you can just go to the shop and buy um, the vegan meat instead of the, the meat you know it's, it's, it's getting easier and plus in terms of money like you were saying before vegetables are cheaper than meat that's just a fact you, you just because you know new products are coming about of vegan meat replacements, which are very good in terms of helping you transition, they taste really good because yeah, meat tastes good. I used to like the taste of meat. I actually do it's it. I do it like um, maybe one out of five times. Take a vegan product. I do mm. actually do that. That's good. It's a good way to transition, uh, yeah. and it helps. I mean, on the like just, list now, just to I try and like be four vegan things. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. I ordered um, a fish nizzle. You should try that. No. <laughs> Genuinely, it tastes, like, it tastes like chicken. It's really, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> um, okay, I think we've had a good conversation. Definitely. So, does anyone have any final thoughts? I, I'll just talk about the no, scenario. Yeah. So, the reason I gave you that scenario mm. is because um, it it kind of sums up like the 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 whole umbrella of ethical issues with it mm. and people standing on it um so for example the the way the world's set up with the with the manufacture of food products and stuff has been set up with the aim to improve humanity's life mm. um and there would there would be arguments probably made i'm not making this argument for them but there are probably arguments that could be made by maybe the companies of these by the CEOs of these companies and they would say uh, in that scenario um, we are saving the children of the world because we're feeding them and they don't they don't have the parents to have to suffer finding food and all of these things because we give it to them it's already provided to them all of 90% of the effort is done um, and we're and we're giving them that opportunity um, to survive um, without having to struggle uh, and that would be the 
the point made um, and that it would be like, okay, then why are you prioritizing animals of them? Um, humans where you'd go back to that scenario well you would in that situation you would just like that situation is no different than if you were in the wild and you were struggling and there was an animal there to kill and eat to make you survive you would kill and eat it just like you would save the child if there was a flood now some people wouldn't save the child some people would save the lamb and those people would are most likely the people that were raised with a situation where they have been sort of shown like you said about your nephew Mm. They might have been raised in a situation where they've been on a farm and have lambs of, as pets or whatever, mm. and they've grown up and they have got an emotional connection with them and they would prioritise them. So it, there's no right or wrong yeah, answer. You, you know, it's, it's what you yeah. experience, and people could make the argument all the time of, do you value animals over humans? Uh, sorry, do you value humans over animals? And how much do you value them over animals? Because in that situation, you would. But you don't need to be because we don't have to be in that situation. Like exactly. in, in daily we life, choice. we yeah. have the choice to not eat meat and still, you know, people not be suffering. And, yeah. and, and that's the that's a really good point. Um, you know, we have to look at ourselves in our modern life mm. and take accountability and responsibility for the fact that we don't have that problem we have a choice mm. um so it makes i mean you probably everyone's probably listened to this and going why the fuck are you not vegan then <laughs> like, yeah and you got a point <laughs> you know, when you when you talked about um the uh child or the lamb yeah. um uh, i instantly thought of the problem of um of the two tracks with either five people laying on the one track and one person laying on the other track and the train is going to the one on five and you have the possibility to switch it to go to the one person yeah. right you guys know this problem yeah. yeah um it's um same goes for this like it's a problem you can talk about for hours and hours and hours and there's actually like no right or wrong no. uh, in reality and um i it's think like it, what i was saying about the moral compass everyone's moral compass is right frame, yeah. but um so there will never be a clear answer to what's good but um i i do think it's good to talk about it in this way mm. to get like everyone's perspective and um take it um take it to heart i guess like um uh doesn't mean that like you have to agree with every person but do think about all the perspectives that there it's, are it's awareness yeah right? awareness exactly prioritize your happiness and fulfillment but be self-aware don't be ignorant like still think about these things right <laughs> That's i agree okay um yeah i there mean you go, Harry. we've done you we've done it yeah. have you had a good time have you enjoyed it, it? i did i'm sweating a little bit you sweating <laughs> Oh, excited! <laughs> no, I think. I know it's um, men in the room. I know it's. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, well, I'll say we'll we'll end it there. My final thoughts are. Um, I hate them. Horrible people. No, no, I was the opposite. I, I, when I, I, get comfort from speaking to people and realizing that people aren't horrible people, because when I first became vegan, and I started to see how animals are treated and how everyone just blindly bought meat and no one really thought about where it came from and the impacts that it has on animals lives and the environment and things like that mm -hmm. it, it just made me think man what's everyone doing why everyone is just horrible people and 
they choose to kill animals every day. But obviously that's not good for your mental health because it makes you hate people and yeah. it doesn't make you feel good and it, it, it is very counterproductive. Um, so it gives me comfort to realize that people aren't horrible people. They, um, It's just... Uh, a case of of what we've talked about today, you know, being disassociated. It's a choice, and it, but it's not a. You can't define someone by a singular choice, unless uh, they've uh, done horrible things. Unless, unless they've it, like it, killed. Unless they're Hitler. Like, no, yeah. like there is there is. You know, if Hitler was choice, vegan, choice. he'd be pretty pretty good guy. To be fair. <laughs> I mean, it's like David Attenborough. Right? I mean, I'm saying this. I have no idea if he's vegan or not, and people can say if he isn't, if he is. And um, but I'm going to say he's probably not. And um, no one's going to look back at that guy and go. Oh, Dickhead, like, well, the thing about David Attenborough is a, is a good example of change, okay? So BBC documentaries, he's been doing them for years. And if you if you go, watch them in order, it, it starts off in terms of just looking at animals. And then it starts to look at uh, things like fishing. And he go and, yeah, he, and yeah. he, if you watch them you from years yeah, ago, yeah, he'll yeah. say, you know, um, we're overfishing, but we can sustainably fish. And if we do this, this is good. And if you watch the most recent ones, like Our Planet, he, or if you read his book, he goes, that's what I used to think, but we can't, there's no such thing as sustainable fishing in the, in, the, in the ways that we do. And it's kind of a good just example of how we learn and we, we change and we, we think, okay, maybe this isn't right, but let's try this. And we learn and it's just, just having a an open good example. Mind. Yeah, I think... Yeah, and I think the the best thing we can do is just be open to learning things and appreciate each other. Because, like, for example, with you, Harry, for example, if I do great things, let's say with my career, mm. I'd be really sad if you then weren't like we're always a bit like, hey, but he's not vegan. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I hate that guy. It's like it's great, but he's not vegan. You know what I mean? Like, mm. let's let's not put every single issue under the same umbrella. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, no. But at but at the same time, I I. D- we we should all be aware of how our food gets on our plate and that animals are slaughtered every day. Yeah, like, I think that should come to education. No. And, and yeah, on an individual basis, we should all think about this, but I think... As a, we, we as should, yeah, we should thing, be taught. It should be something that is taught in school. Yeah, it's like the example of um, if you put... Um, with a baby, newborn baby, if you put a bunny rabbit in um, with a baby... Um, they would be really nice to it and, you know, wow, be, treat it really nicely. If that baby ripped the head off that rabbit, you'd think, wow, that's going to be like a psychopath or something. But as we grow older and we s- slit the throats of cows, that's considered normal in our society. So it's just a case of, you know, it isn't right. And human nature would, would in that example, argue that we, we should be nice to animals. And like you said, we... we I mean, we should, should care for animals. I'm not going to, but we could debate about that. For me, for me, to put it really bluntly, and no, but we shouldn't. We shouldn't slit the throats of cows. Like it's no, not. No, good. no, you're right. But if if you go back again, back to maybe caveman time, you put a baby in front of a bunny, they would also not kill it. But it was necessary then, as an adaptation, as you get reach sexual maturity and age of strength to provide and to eat and you would would kill the yeah but that's a, that but that's a case of a necessary thing to but do. that's that well, i'm on about morality it's not morally right to do that it might have been necessary to stay alive but in terms of morality yeah which again comes back to humans thinking yeah. a lot yeah, about yeah. these things we... for, for me it's all about um the animal suffering mm. so um 
the thing about control and and deciding if you can or cannot kill animals mm. um, is more for me like um, as long as the animal hasn't suffered at all. I and don't know if that's actually really possible. That that's the thing we no one knows how our food gets on our plate. That's true. So it, yeah, but like um, you can say it's not suffered. But like I I care more about that. Yeah. So, so the best thing best thing we can do is just reduce the amount of meat we intake. Like the the thing that's not going to change veganism isn't going to change the world even though I'd like to think it is. The thing that's going to change the world is people who eat meat eating less meat. Yeah. Because if no, everyone in the world half the intake think about how many less animals are being harmed and killed and needed for that high production. I, I have another question. Go on. Just my other question. I asked Annie this. Mm. I said there is a slight uh, ethical sort of problem with let's say the world went vegan. Yeah. All the domesticated animals would die. You can't release domesticated animals into a wild environment. Okay. So they would have to die. Yeah. What do you think about that? Um, I would rather them die. You'd rather them just die, but how would they die? They they would die anyway in the meat production. Yeah, we're just like, we're just how, halting how would you that. Want them dying? Would you want them to just live their lives out domesticated? Um, killed. But, but that's the thing. Obviously, I would rather them live their lives, but the world isn't built for that. We, no. we already don't have the room for these animals. That's why we built factories. Um, but that is changing, right? But like they're trying to do less industrialized versions and more field. But that, that's stuff like that. Like that, it's, impo- it's impossible. Like yeah. there's there's too many. That's that's why we're, you know, it's like we were talking about the other day in terms of the reason the Amazon rainforest has been cut down is to grow soy far- soy farms, mm-hmm. and that soy is being used to feed uh, all the cows that we're breeding in Europe. You know, we need land to grow food for the animals, and then we need land yeah. for the the animals so it's easier to put them in big factories eat products with palm oil no I avoid palm oil yeah it's not vegan if there's palm oil in it is that not vegan no palm oil is is a plant it's more of the destruction of of the environment but you can you can get sustainable palm oil it's more you know palm oil is used in in chocolate and things is it but you can get sustainable palm oil Um, but it's it's more that it's ruining the environment for wild orangutans and things like that. But yeah, I would. It, it, uh, it, 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 that's like something that I hear a lot of, you know, oh, but if we all stopped eating meat, where would all the animals go? Like, it's such a stupid thing because, oh, it, it, okay, let's keep going. Let's keep no, no, breeding them into existence saying, like, to make ha- it part. If they die. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It's I know still mean. not a good life for them. No, but I would rather. Um, I would rather. It, it's like the seals here, they euthanize them to rather than keep them alive in misery mm-hmm. it, it's so the ones that we have if let's say again with the world went vegan mm-hmm. and we killed all of them yeah you wouldn't then use them you know not no more breeding or anything yeah would you not use those ones for uh, uh, feeding or something but that that would that would just be life now wouldn't it we just wouldn't there'd just be a point where they're not being bred and the the supply stops yeah yeah like I wouldn't, I would still be vegan. Yeah. So I wouldn't then. Oh, it's the last batch of cows. Let's yeah. just eat that. Do you know what I mean? The, the the supply would just stop, and that's that's what we would want. Because then, if we stopped using land to keep cows in, um, then we could we could plant 
trees and plant um you know crops that we eat instead of you know crops that animals eat you know mm-hmm. we would free up so much land there'd be less pollution um you know animals would would wouldn't suffer as much you know or at all because they wouldn't be there like surely it's better like if you just think of a dog because we can empathize with dogs because we've grown up with dogs would would you rather a dog be in a cage for 10 years um or it just not exist in the first place yeah it's, that's why I yeah I'd rather it not exist because who would want that for anyone I use the sort of the child and the lamb thing because I think if you ask some people a child and a dog mm. a lot of people would say dog they would save the dog I mean I don't know how many films More, I've like watched where it's like yeah. everyone's like oh no save the dog I don't care about mm. the people in like a zombie film or something yeah. it's like because we empathise with them yeah because we've grown up with them exactly yeah. so, and that's why I say it all comes down to your influence and growth yeah, yeah. but I mean I do enjoy I, I, uh, I think it's a good question, like the child and the lamb. But at the end of the day, we don't live in that world. No, no. And no. it's it's good to remember that, you know, because some people would listen to that and pick the child and think, oh, I'm a good person and I'll just yeah, keep eating yeah, meat. Yeah, yeah, no. You know, That's not my point. No, I know what your point is. It is a good scenario, but people can also listen to that and take it a different way. But, yeah, at the end of the day the world we've created isn't sustainable and we harm a lot of animals and we need to change but and the best way to do that is just to learn um, about what's going on in the world and in the same way as other aspects in terms of like we were talking about before in terms of slavery and yeah there there are changes you can make in life uh, if we just listen to people who are passionate about those things then you know we can grow more and learn more about the world and a lot of the time it's picking the better of two evils um, and but we can't we need to avoid feeling guilty about that because then we won't do anything. Do you know what I mean? That's why I don't judge someone that decides to focus on one issue over another. Yeah, like if, if, they, if they focus on an issue and they're not really on one that I'm really passionate about, I'm not going to turn to them and go, well, you, you should be focusing on this one. It's mm. really, really bad. Like, I'm just like, okay, well, you're doing more than most people. Yeah. Like, you go back to my neighborhood, they're all doing fucking nothing. Yeah. So, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's what I mean. Like, at mm. least when we're doing something, you know, like, one thing that we should all say. Like, we should not turn on each other because, you know, we're all... I'm going to kill you after this. Yeah. I mean, for example, the people here. Yeah. We're, the reason why these conversations are so interesting is because we're all like-minded in one way or another. Mm. We have a similar way of thinking in some way because we wouldn't be here otherwise. No, sure. So, you know, we should all also appreciate each other because yeah. there are people in the world that are completely fucking frustrating. <laughs> the, major- the, the majority of world issues comes from... People not being able to um, cope, or or like um, they're just unaware, is my opinion. No, no, but like the way uh, people uh, handle people, right? Like um, the communication. uh, Yeah. uh, Education. What we're doing now is like we're all having uh, an equal say in this matter, right? Mm. Um, But like, uh, if you look at all problems, like all. Of people, yeah, it's it it becomes more like an um, I'm right, you're wrong kind of thing, and um, that's not the way to solve problems, right? No. Okay. <laughs> nice. Thanks for listening, and that's. Mm-hmm.